0: An Album a Day is my exploration into the Korean music scene. This podcast will cover mainstream, indie, and some underground artists within the scene and provide both factual and opinionated commentary. The biggest benefit to sharing my thoughts this way is that it will hopefully expose you to more great music and exploration of your own. Diving back into the discography of 4Minute, we skip over their compilation album, the only one that they made in September 2012 called best of four minute that was a japanese one that's why we skipping it and we hurl ourselves into 2013 and at this point in history this being april 26 2013 specifically um i was maybe a handful october six months (laughs) i was six months into this k-pop thing this is when I became familiar with them. Genuinely familiar with them. And comparing it to my opinions from all those years ago to now, this was an interesting one. Let's get into it after the drop. You're tuned into an album a day. Show. Start. I, uh, I, was, I was a baby in all of this. I was only six months in. When this particular album dropped And We already acknowledged early on in the first uh, Episode for these ladies That had I heard their first album When I first got into everything I more than likely would have ended up being a huge fan Of them instead of 21 Whose side note you know we're going to be referencing them <laughs> when we talk about 4 minute because their histories are just so close together beside note uh yesterday was the 11th year anniversary of 21's debut which means we are coming up swiftly on 4 minute's 11 year debut hit, uh anniversary as well real real cool stuff it was um it's just interesting seeing what all can happen within the span of a decade for me I was still wet behind the ears, very excitable, very engaged, and still fresh in learning the Korean language. So the lead single from this song, What's Your Name, I was geeked up. I understood the words. It was it was a simple song. It wasn't asking too much from me. I knew how to say la 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 mo I knew what it meant. It it was one of those those early moments for me where I could put book learning against everyday consumption. It was real excited and real exciting. I'm sorry, not real excited. I was real excited. It was real exciting. But I never got past that. I was still in a phase of listening to music where I would only hear the single, not realizing that a full album was attached. Yes, I knew it for 21. I partially knew it for Big Bang. I knew for Vix and I knew for M-Black, but I, I wasn't diving into other groups. So when I heard this, I'd already seen Huna before. Bubble Pop had already happened in my world. I was already sucked in. The video was colorful. The song was thumping. We have a whole dance pop album. um sprinkles, not even sprinkles let 's let 's be for real it 's electro pop and dance pop is all get out so we 've talked a lot about some of the genres that have been a thing that they really dive in and once again, electro pop you 've got synthesizers it 's synthy it's loud. It's, it's got a lot going on I It nerves <laughs> it. It's got electronic drums. We've spoken about this before. So I'm just giving you a, a quick overview of it again. Um, so this particular album is just over 14 minutes and it's on Cube as well as Universal Music Label the tracks that we have are what's my name the the intro and then what's your name which was produced by brave brothers and i think that's why it just thumps and feels so good brave brothers um is kang dong chul and he's he's a solo person like even though he goes by the name brave brothers like plural uh he's a rapper he's a record producer and he has his own label called Brave Entertainment. He used to produce at YG. Uh, YG Entertainment from 2000 f- uh, 2004. Give me a moment. Let me double check. We don't want to just go off of the top of my head. That's what computers are for. That's what jacking is for. Okay. Brave Brothers. Kang Dong Chul. He's that much older than me? Go ahead. He's born June 17th, 1979. Well, All right then, sir. Okay. Uh, Let's take this from Wikipedia Quote He was a producer and composer for YG Entertainment From 2004 to 2008 In 2008 he started his own record label Called Brave Entertainment He has produced hit songs for After School We're coming to them real soon Sistar, 4Minute, Tiara, Son Dambi Big Bang, Brown Eyed Girls AOA coming to them soon Hello Venus and You Kiss End quote I really like the the sound of the songs produced by this particular gentleman. So um, he definitely took the reins on the production as well as the lyrics for What's Your Name? Ita Me Mo Moel? I can't I believe it's still stuck in my head. Um, so again, let's go through the track list. And I got sidetracked. What's my name? What's your name? Whatever. Give me that. And Domino. Whatever is, is sassy to me. It's basically like, look, boy. You coming to me? Whatever, whatever you talking? Look, I can deal with it. Just bring it, bruh. Whatever you want to do, I got you. Like it's just, it's sassy. It's sassy. Um, had I listened to the entire EP back in 2013? Mm, ooh, burping on the sea. I'd just be giving y'all everything. Burping in the mic. Ugh. Um, had I listened to it back then? I think I would have been very excited about it and I would have had a greater wave of nostalgia when I sat and listened to this album. But at this point, I'm listening to it with the ears of a person who's trying to give you an understanding of what you're getting into before you jump into it. It's fun. It's loud. And that has nothing to do with my asthma medication and allergy medicine kicking in, making me drowsy. It's, by default, it's loud. It's electro pop. So although the song really, really the songs sorry really really give you some movement you feel like the the album is pacing at a good speed it's just is loud and then whatever doesn't have whatever took the approach that girls generation did on January uh January 1st 2013 when they released I got a boy and you're like what are we what what production choices are we going with what are we trying to convey here it does a little bit of that it goes in one direction totally pivots into another Shoves the two together and tells you to accept it for who and what it is for two minutes and 58 seconds. (laughs) So there was a lot going on here that I probably just would have been excited about for the sound then. But at this point, I feel like it, it needs to be compressed. I feel like the production on it is just so loud. Doesn't make it any less fun, but this is something that you'll hear a song you like, you'll turn it up a bit, and then you'll have to bring the volume back down on it. The volume difference between track one, What's My Name? and then track two, What's Your Name? Brave Brothers just produced it totally different from the other people who are responsible. And it it shows. It legitimately shows. For the song Whatever, there is... Someone who's involved in it called Eileen De La Cruz. I'm very interested in finding out more pertaining to that person in a D3. I think it's D3O, like CPO, or it might be D30 because, I mean, this is Korea and people have some, some real interesting takes on names. Good grief. I'm not trying to put you in a space of believing that the album is not worth listening to. It's appealing. It's appealing. It's definitely something that's fun, and given the circumstance that weather is starting to warm up for a lot of the the main audience of this podcast, it might be something that will give you some good summer-feeling vibes. But you're going to have to have your hand ready to, to adjust the volume. I'm just telling it like it is. It's well put together. It's just sonically nerve-wracking in terms of volumes levels there's nothing difficult about the the writing i don't even anticipate it for them whatsoever this is the the third album we've gone into where the lyrics are pretty simplistic and they don't show an improvement of vocal strength it it's just not something that they really had they they had a look they had a vibe but not necessarily you think of them and be like oh my god they could sing sing. and that's okay everything doesn't have to be about that everything doesn't have to be about having earth shattering vocals it's not it's not a necessity you know but you're not like ooh Ji-yoon like did that or ooh Huna held that amazing note like <laughs> like no is that that's not what's going to happen Prior to this coming out, January 17th, 2013, we had a subunit. Now, we don't really get into subunits because we're focusing on the main groups first. We'll come back around to all that stuff later on. We not on them, so we not on them. To Youn should have happened around the time I was talking about for uh 21. So we're just going to shove it in here real quickly. They did a song. January 17th, 2013. It was an album. It's called Harvest Moon. <laughs> that was the name of it. And the members of that group are gai and ji It's the first, it's the only subunit that came from 4-Minute. Then they had their time under the sun from 2013 to 2016 because, duh, the group ended at that time. So their discography was very short. They had Harvest Moon. Again, January twenty second, twenty thirteen. So a few months before this album's release. And then they also had a single called 247. And that was it. So we don't have to really dwell too much on that. We don't have to jump too deeply in it. I covered it, is done with. But what I did not share is the rank for um for this album in terms of its accomplishments. Not too young, but four minute for the particular album of this episode. So Name is for a minute was released in CD and digital format it ranked number 2 on the Korean charts now the album before that volume up was their first number 1 and quite honestly it was their only number 1 but i feel like the number should be i feel like the number should be reassessed on that and we'll talk about that when we do final thoughts i i, I just feel like it's premature to say it now but i just got a feeling in my stomach So they ranked 83rd on the Japan charts. And this also ranked on the U.S. world charts. This was the first thing they did that did rank. And they ranked it 13. At the time of this recording, they sold 27,310 Korean units of this album. And 1,998 of the Japanese version. So let's get into this rank then, yeah? K-pop fans on a scale of... 1 of 5 with 5 being essential listening and 1 not worth mentioning the A3 day ranking on this album is a 4.5. It could be a 5 if it wasn't so damn loud. I just can't I can't get over how loud it is. And I thought it was because my ears were being sensitive, but I listened to the album 3 times today and it's just it's just loud. <laughs> And that's that's just not what you need from a song In order to get that thumping, exciting Oh, I need to club and, and party and whatnot You don't have to take the, the meter on the volume And have it almost redlining You just don't have to I'm guilty of it as a producer I'm not above it in the least bit But that's also because I lack the equipment To make a consistent sound sometimes But even being aware of that you try your best to find something thereafter when you have your listeners listening to anything to kind of mellow that out and balance it out. So I'm not picking on something that I'm not guilty of. I am more than capable and willing to critique where I lack as a producer, which also makes it easier for me to hear where there could be some discrepancies with others. So that's where we are with that. I appreciate you all so much for being understanding of the time I needed to take to get my body acclimated to new medications and new schedules, I'm still sucking at it. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I recorded this at like 1 a.m. <laughs> I should have been asleep for hours, but we're going to get there. Every step of the way is a process. I'm extremely grateful for the the kind words you all have been sharing with me, just your feedback about the, the listening experience, um, being understanding of recording content and recording consistencies and inconsistencies let's just be for real so thank y'all like every single episode I feel as if I'm thanking you all more and more but you don't know how much this feeds my spirit and my passion for music and um, nerdiness about being so excited about music so thank you all for that and I will catch you all in the next episode bye y'all Korean music all the industry from a to Z. There are sponsored ads and social media hashtags, but this show is truly supported by the efforts of my Mcwallis, the most amazing fan base a little entertainer could ever have. Special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body and the scholars who keep my vision of becoming your favorite Korean music historian, exploring all the industry from A to Z a real thing. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this podcast and supporting content, please visit patreon.com multifacetedacg And for as little as $1 a month, you can get in on the magic too. Interested in continuing your support at the free 99 price? I love you for it. You can still engage with the show when you retweet, repost, and share the show and use hashtag A, the number three, and the word D-A-Y. You can also tag M-U-L-T-I-F-A-C-E-T-E-D-A-C-G to get my attention. And if you're listening to this podcast on a platform other than Anchor.fm, please leave a few stars or a review to keep things growing in the right direction.